Hello everyone and welcome to another exciting episode of Compact Discourse right here on WEGL 91.1 FM, Auburn's premier home for student-run radio since 1971. I'm Jack Hart, alongside my color man Alex Houston this morning. We'd like to welcome in our listeners and viewers from across the Auburn and Opelika Megaplex and around the world, however you may be tuning in today. Whether you are on your terrestrial radio antenna at 91.1 FM, through the information superhighway at weaglefm.com, or if you are tuning in after the fact by listening to our podcast, we are happy to have you here in the booth with us for Auburn's only student-run drive-time morning show. And with that, as always, we are broadcasting live from the Bradley based in WEGL studios here in the bowels of the Harold Mountain Student Center on the campus of Auburn University, where right now it is 64 degrees and a lovely Tuesday morning. We've got highs in the 80s today, so we look forward to another beautiful spring day. We wish you a most sincere good morning as we get on with this show. Alex. I will throw it over to you. How are you feeling on this fine Tuesday morning? I'm doing pretty good. Uh, it's a pretty light week for me school-wise, and I'm glad the weather is a lot more... Hospitable. S- yes, yes. Hospitable is the, the word. I was trying to find the right word. Well, over the weekend, I mean, last week as well, we had so much rain, our roof started leaking in our apartments, so... I mean, you had, yeah, two days of torrential downpours, including one day of tornadoes, in which, in which WEGL did serve as a storm shelter. It did? Oh, yeah. Um, ah, we had we had a, to usher the the helpless civilians of the student center in here when the alarms started going off. That's fun. See, I was in a class and my teacher told us to ignore all the sirens and weather alerts and just finish our exam. So I was in the Haley Center. That's a commitment to excellence, right there. I don't know if it's that. So yeah, we had oh, two days of torrential downpour. I mean, earlier in the week it was like borderline hot. Yes. The weather is all over the place. This is vintage Alabama weather at its finest these last two weeks, which is why everyone has been sick for the last two weeks because the weather has been changing constantly. Vintage springtime. It's because yes. all the trees are male. That's why. That is that right? Mm-hmm. That's how trees work. Oh, yeah. Okay. Noted. Um, and so, uh, and then over the weekend, it was cold. I went to tennis yes. on Friday, and I was just chilled to the bone. I could barely even stay to the to the throwing conclusion of our tennis match with South Carolina because I was, yeah. it was just... Darn cold. I was door dashing on Saturday, and I had to wear sweatpants for the first time in like a month, so that was fun. It was way too cold. But I guess that's, you know, that's the way it is in Alabama. I think I found somebody's uh, like list of things they need to buy from the gas Ooh. station over here. What do we got? Pretzel M&Ms. Nice. Reese's Pieces. Good. Mike and Ike's. Lifesaver Gummies. Watermelon Sour Patch. So, that sounds like Davis has been sounds, here. No, it sounds, it sounds, like an, it sounds like an Easter... Uh, like, you know, that's what you'd buy to stuff in uh, Easter. Uh, Davis eggs. will get a big bag of pretzel M&M's and eat them like he's a horse at the racetrack. I mean, eating, eating oats. I'm a big I'm a big M&M's guy myself, particularly the peanut M&M variety myself. I don't know if I've ever had the pretzel M&M's. You know, Obama liked the pretzel M&M's a lot. He had custom, right? like, red, white, and blue ones made for Air Force One. Oh, that's magnificent. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have to get some soon. Watermelon South Sour Patch Kids. Are probably my favorite. I've never had. I've never been a big Sour Patch. Uh, I'm much more in like in team, team fruit than team chocolate. Mm, I'm not really. I'm, I'm I'm team fruit, but not team like chewy fruit. If that makes any sense. You like hard candy? Like yeah. Like I'm a big. I'm a big uh, Tootsie Roll Pops, Jolly Ranchers, Lifesavers non gummy edition stuff old, like that. Old lady candies. Uh, I mean, I suppose so. Yeah. Could be. Could be. All right, at this point, I would like to remind our audience that at any point in the next hour or so, you feel so inclined to ask a question, drop a hot take, or in the highly unlikely event that we get something wrong, you can go, you can go ahead and correct us by calling in at 334-844-9345. 
That is 334-844-WEGL. You can also send us a tweet at CDISCAU. That is at C-D-I-S-C-A-U. And we will do our best to get back to you regarding that as we welcome Davis into the studio. Um, Another thing we got going on this week that uh, WEGL is partnering with the Auburn University Glamorata. That is our yearbook here at Auburn University. Um, there will be there will be stations set up all around campus where you can, each and every student can get your free glamorata. Um, and uh, I believe the tagline is find find your Auburn experience between the pages of the glamorata. So if you are an Auburn student, you would be s- well informed to go uh, find your experience between the pages of the glamorata. You might just see some familiar faces. Uh, not that you know what we look like because this is a radio show, but. At the same time, hear some familiar voices. That's right. Yes, yes. Uh, from the special Glamorata audio edition. Uh, that, that's not real. Uh, but if you go out to the Glam distribution, there's stations set up all around campus. I saw one outside the Louder Starbucks walking into school this morning. There's got to be one on the green space. I think there's over one by the edge. Um, all the uh, the heavily trafficked areas on campus has a place where you can grab your Glam. I believe all you need is your Auburn University event pass, the same thing you use to scan into exciting events like UPC's showing of the James Bond movie. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, all that stuff. Yeah, just, yeah, get your free uh, yearbook and collect them all, you know. It's going to be it's gonna look real nice on your bookshelf once you, once you graduate, as I can attest. I'm, I'm getting my final Infinity Stone right here. Wow. I think I have gotten one of each year so far. I'm glad I didn't miss any. Because that would have been last year's was really cool. I really liked last year's design. I like, I'm, in, I'm in one of the yearbooks, by the way. Well, I, I like uh, on on heyday they would just have like a. It's it's not even like a section of the yearbook. It's just like interlaced throughout. There's just some like diegetic pictures of people just doing stuff on campus, and uh, I like that. It, it was a really good addition they started doing I in agree. the past two years. All right, uh, welcome to the show, Davis Carroll. Good morning, bud. What's up? I was having trouble getting my hair ready, so I'm well, a little late. How, how long does that take, Davis? It takes longer than you can imagine. It doesn't look like it takes that long. <laughs> so okay, see, mister, is wake a, is, up is, is and leave a, the house. Is this a new shirt you're yes, wearing? Yes, I got it from the uh, concert I went to on Sunday. Self-proclaimed best concert ever. It is. I hear. It is. Best concert I've ever been to. All right, well, we might just have to stick around to 830 to hear some uh, some selects from, uh, oh. from what you heard of the concert. So. Um, I hope you had a good weekend. I hope it wasn't too cold in Atlanta. I know it was, though, because... Saturday was pretty cold. I was listening to the Braves game, and they said it was 41 and windy. Yeah. Good Lord. Sunday felt pretty good, though. We went to Piedmont Park. They have, there was a festival going on. Apparently, it's spring break for those Georgians, which was interesting. That makes sense. I mean, high school spring break's a little later. Yeah. They were... You, see, you saw the puppet master? Oh, my goodness. He was so cool. He, the, the puppet was doing a little French dance, and then a bear came out and started doing tricks. Puppet. Bear puppet. Puppet bear. Alex, I'm trying to talk right now. He's mm-hmm. he okay. showing me. If I, if I showed him stuff, he'd be like, I'm trying to talk. No, I wouldn't. I'd look. You, I, get, I get easily distracted. Are you responsible for this list of candy I found? Let me see it. It says pretzel M&M's at the top, and I it's thought, true. that's probably that, Davis. That is probably you, isn't it, Davis? It's not my handwriting. This oh. is not me. Let me see. Do you agree with that list, though? Well, it's uh, hold up, though. It's it's ex- it, Davis has a sticky note on his computer. That's proof that he uses sticky notes. Well, yeah, this is not my handwriting. It's I don't write my evidence. hands like that. I don't use pluses for the ampersand. Mm. It's pretty obvious this isn't my handwriting. Smoking you know wow, I think, I think Davis is insulted that we would think it was his, Jack. You should clearly know his yeah, handwriting. Yeah, I mean, like that doesn't even look like my handwriting. <laughs> Y'all should, know, y'all should know my handwriting. By I now. didn't even look at it, Davis, so in my defense. Pretzel M&M's one. Mike and Ike's have been crossed out. 
Okay. Scored from the record. Yeah, I don't. I'm not a Mike and Ike fan. Reese's Pieces are pretty good, but I'm not putting them too. I'm also putting, not putting lightsaber gummies or watermelon sour patch on my list. Honorable mention Kit Kat though. The Kit Kat test or it's Twix. The only only candy with a cookie crunch. It's a cookie lineup. Uh, Red A H. What is that? A H. Um, Alka Seltzer. Uh, Altoid. Mm, red. Red Hots. Maybe there you go, Alex. If you want to, if, if you want like Mike and Ike, have a forensic I'm... forensic scan of the handwriting. I am not make, a big fan of prove it's not mine of the. Well, actually, my dad's a huge Mike and Ike guy. Remember when Mike and Ike split up? Yeah, yes. and they were just Mikes and they, they were just Ikes. And then left and right Twix kind of stole their flow. They did. They left did. and right Twix are cooler than Mike and Ikes. The worst thing is if if you ever get a Mike and Ike and then like you suck on it too long, you realize it's just like a clear like. Little thingy. Oh, are they all the same flavor? Uh, I mean, the flavoring is coated on the outside, but at at the core, they're just sugary like balls, essentially. Isn't that all candy at the, at end the, of the core? Day? I bet if you sucked on M and M long enough, it looked like that. True, except there's chocolate in the middle anyway. I'm just making a joke. Uh huh. <laughs> Not a very good one. Off to a hot hot start already. <laughs> Absolutely. The vitriolic this morning. Uh, Look, man, right. it's been a while. I'm glad to be back. Good to be back once again, and of course, we got to. Get to the weather, considering how up and down it has been as of late. Alex and I already discussed the uh, the whirlwind we've been through. It's uh, it's like it's like the town of Chew and Swallow out here. That's true. The food's gonna start falling. We're gonna have hamburgers to eat- gonna start falling out the sky. <laughs> We're gonna have to eat those cream cheese and jelly sandwiches. How did it determine what the food was gonna be? Was it was he what he wanted? In the movie, it was what he wanted. In the book, it was. I mean, it was anything goes. But there wasn't a machine in the book. Wait, what are you talking about? <laughs> You can you can catch up yourself. I'm, uh, I'm talking about food fall, falling from the sky. We'll let you catch up. Oh, okay. So yeah, in the book, it was like, oh yeah. Sometimes we have bad luck with the weather, and they had to have like uh, that kid had to have the birthday cake made out of Brussels sprouts because that was the only thing that was falling that day. Uh, okay. And then there was the snow drifts of cream cheese and jelly sandwiches with the really sickly looking kids. I didn't, uh, I had the book, but I don't remember all that. I just remember like the helicopters lifting the big hot dogs. I think, I think that picture of the kid eating the jelly sandwich is going to haunt me forever. <laughs> <laughs> look, look up that and uh, we might just put it on the Twitter today. Um, so we will get to the real weather uh, for today. I think the edge, you know how they have that TikTok where they make jokes? Yes. I think they could be well served by doing a weather report about what food is falling at the edge. Um, today. So right now in Auburn, Alabama, it's 60 degrees and partly cloudy. The sun is really trying to break through. I saw walking over. It's going to get up to 81 degrees this afternoon. It's going to cool right off to 63 is your overnight temp. Very low chance of rain. If I had to guess, I'd probably say it's about the same as yesterday where we have a few sprinkles here and there, but not quite any showers. Uh, UV index is one out of 10, so don't do any tanning today. Sun is going to set at 7.09 p.m., and it is a 90% humidity. Um, seasonal allergies, grass pollen is very high, so if that if that's your 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 blend of pollen, you might you might want to stay in today. Get the emergency. I mean, I'm I'm saying like it, it's the seasonal allergies. They will get you. There is nowhere to hide. I, I I've had days where I've stayed in all day and still just felt terrible. So uh, air quality is good, and the sun will be breaking through the clouds at about 11 a.m. this morning. Taking a look at your 10-day forecast, 
tomorrow, Wednesday, 10% chance of rain, about the same as today, just a little less sunshine. On Thursday, you can expect rain once again as we're looking at a high of 75 and an 80% chance of thunderstorms. And then heading into the weekend, Friday should be mostly sunny and Saturday with a 40% chance of rain as well. So that is what you can expect out of the weather in the coming days. With that, we're going to head to a quick break. When we return, we've got a little sports chat to get to. It was opening day last weekend. We've also... (laughs) It's opening day for Major League Baseball last weekend. We also had Auburn take two of three from the Vandy Boys here on the Plains. And we had uh, exciting tennis. We had A-Day and the ladies softball team went up to Fayetteville and had a less than favorable outcome. We've also got our gymnastics team heading out to Fort Worth to play in the national championship. So we'll get to all that and more coming up on the other side of a break. Do not go anywhere. I'm Jack Hard, joined alongside Alex and Davis. We'll be right back with some more of the show. Thank you so much for listening to Compact Discourse right here on WEGL 91.1 FM Auburn. Do you think you can get me a tape of the show? What on earth for? Well, how often do you get to hear your song on the radio? I'm on the radio every day! W-E-G-L Auburn Welcome back to Compact Discourse right here on WEGL 91.1 FM Auburn. It is 8.19 in the morning on April 12th, 2022, year of our Lord. Jumping right back into the show, we are hanging out with Alex and Davis here on a fine Tuesday morning. It's a beautiful spring day. The azaleas are out in bloom. Not as many bumblebees as there were last week. Um, saw a few carpenter bees in Atlanta. Flying around. Carpenter bees. They dig holes, right? They're the ones that... Oh, we had this chat. Yeah, yeah. they eat your they wood. Don't, they don't build anything. Yeah, they... It's a misnomer. I think... I don't know if it's a misnomer. They work with wood. I feel like Why you could be... Why don't we call a, them, like, um, at that point, just call them termite bees? No. Because termite's a more technical term. I bet that's already that. a thing. You gotta have a lot of activation knowledge to understand that one. I feel like everybody gets carpenters. But, yeah, did you ever read Pickles to Pittsburgh, Jack? Pickles to Pittsburgh, I believe. Let me, let me see if I remember this. Oh yes, I have some. I have some more visceral reactions to this one. Pickles to Pittsburgh, I believe, was the sequel to Cloudy with the Chance of Meatballs, where they, in order to like, they had all this this food, and they started shipping it around the world. And I remember there was one frame, not frame, picture. You know, picture books you used to read. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was one page. It was a a big rig, but the the diesel tanks. We're full of frying oil. Okay. Why not soup? I feel like frying oil gets used a little more. True. Fair. But the soup food, the food's down. already cooked when it falls. Hmm. So what are they using that oil for? That's or a- what are they using that oil? If you look up termite bee on Google, a carpenter bee comes up. So I'm sure that's a misnomer. I think if you look too far into the Claudia with a chance of meatballs lore, the uh, it's gonna all come it, apart. It does. It, it it's held together pretty loosely. So uh, did, did is that all you have? I mean, I can, I can go more in-depth on it. I think we're okay. But I really just remember really liking the illustration style I, that's, of these yeah. books. They're very unique, not your it was standard. Like, it was like a comic book. Absolutely. It had, it had the... the I read. What was that? No, you don't. Cur- the Kirby Crackle? Is that... Jack Kirby would... uh, The way he colored in... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It looked yeah. like that. Yeah, I really... The really dots. The yeah, dots. I mean, that the, was comic books to save ink. Did you know that? <laughs> well, I also really liked the first movie, I will say. First one was pretty good. Is it, 
The first movie is where he makes it, and then the second movie is when the whole place gets and they go back, and there's like there's a leak in the car, and it goes. No, that's 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 in the uh, that's in the first that's in the first. Oh, no, that's in the second one. Because they no, go back to the island. No, no maybe. Yes, it is. I remember. The- I just remember. I just remember the the mosquitoes, and then there's the butter frogs that go butter. Instead of ribbit, the first one's I, rather funny. the one where he makes that. it, and then there's the jelly castle that he jumps in, and then he kisses the girl, and at the end they leave the island, oh, yeah. and then the second one they go back, and it's all taken over. Right, and there is, a leak and then the car's that. like floating through the river, and he goes like, "There's a leak in the car," and you're like, "It's ah! a leak," and then it's a leak, and he screams. It's a very funny joke. Oh, it's when all the food's mutated. Yes, yeah, it's kind of like bug snacks. Mm. Yeah. Um, did, bug, did you ever drink bug juice? I ever go to the insectarium in in New Orleans? That place is crazy. I've been there. I went there before the LSU game uh, really? five years ago. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, we cool. went uh, on a field trip once. There was like uh, just candy with like random insects in the middle of it. It was really gross. Cool. Oh, I remember those. Yeah, it was gross. Um, Did you eat one? I'm a big no. Butterfly houses. I think get a thumbs up from me. Yes, they're always they're always really really humid in there. It feels yeah. nice. it's like a controlled. You humidity. ever have one land on? I went and saw one in Huntsville. It's very cool. Yeah, if you're wearing the right colors, they you can't get them off. There's of a pretty you. iconic photos of me as a kid where it's like on my face. Just chilling. They liked. Me. I was wearing a baby blue western shirt to the last insectarium I went to. Last butterfly house. Mm-hmm. They were all over it. Callaway Gardens has a cool butterfly house. They thought I was a flower man. There you go. Think if you wore a floral shirt, they'd be all over you. I don't know if they can like a pro- process shirt. it that that well. Hmm. I think they're just going towards the colors. Okay. You know their eyes are like a bunch of. They're like our eyes, but the rods and cones are at the front, and ours are at the back. How does that affect them? How will this affect the economy? <laughs> well, it's like they have a million eyes, whereas we have a bunch of eye. Think of it as like a bunch of uh, prisms focused onto one point. Yeah. Oh, so okay. Theirs are like just the prisms. Oh. It's not focusing. I can't the light even comprehend anywhere. that. It's it's beyond. A, what's a circle square? <laughs> exactly. Do y'all remember um the the SpongeBob episode where the butter where they have to raise the the caterpillar that they call Wormy, but then he turns into a butterfly and terrorizes the city. Yeah. That's crazy. I don't know that one. Unreal. Does he turn to Mothra? No, he just turns into a regular butterfly, Is but they're all, ter- they're all terrified of him. Is it a Mothra joke? Um, I guess it could be. On the technicality. He destroys the city. He, do- he does. He, he inadvertently destroys the city. That's true. SpongeBob. A bit of a reach. Wormy. Wormy. Yeah, you'll be able to find it. Wormy. Um, I, w- well, I was thinking, oh. <laughs> the things I remember from the Clyde with a Chance of Meatballs movie. Yes, that is a Mothra reference. I remember the... That's a Mothra reference. Well, yeah, that's because they think it's all cute, and the second the butterfly gets close to their eyes, they realize how creepy it is up the close. The Twilight Zone reference with the gummy bear ripping up the plane wing. That that happens in uh, Clyde with a Chance of Meatballs. It's a Twilight Zone reference? Yeah, it's like the Gremlin on the wing. Oh. Later referenced, famously referenced by Johnny Bravo. Ah, of course, Bravo. yeah. It was a clown on the wing. Um, you also and Family Guy. <laughs> it's pretty. It's it's a pretty iconic moment. In There's a gremlin on the wing. I like sure when he, there. And he see, it's a guy, and he goes like. Um. You also had the the scene where where the monkey Steve eats all of the gummy bears. The police officer runs on the scene and turns the corner. That's yeah. a pretty common gif. You also have uh, it's enough to make a grown man cry, which is mm-hmm. something I say a lot and use that. But that not gift. this grown man. Get back in there, tear. <laughs> it and just then, goes back. <laughs> And then another great moment is when um, Flick's dad uh, is looking you mean at Flint. Flint is it yes, Flick? It's Who's Flick? Flick? It's, it's oh. Flick is uh. Oh, it's Flynn. No, it's oh, Flint. Oh, it's Flint Lockwood. 
But uh, Flick, yeah, yeah. Flick is the ant from Bugs Life. There the you main go. character. Anyway, you the were last saying? is when his his dad sees something and his eyebrows <laughs> retract like they're a sunroof to reveal to reveal his comically small. We should eyes. watch that. It's a great movie, Davis, for the podcast. I'll think about it. Uh, speaking oh. of the podcast, yeah. I hear you have a new episode out. We we do. We uh, the, ju- fi- the final episode ever. That's true. The, the very final episode ever. Jack joined the show once again, and we talked about the Back to the Future trilogy, ones that I'd never seen before Crazy. until 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 and that, ones that, Alex's that, mom that does not like. Yeah, my mom's not a big fan. Which you have got such a big deal. Like, how many times <laughs> have we discussed your mom hating movies in general? She's, hey, look, 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 look. What? What? You know I'm right. You know I'm right. Um. Yeah, it was a lot of fun, and Jack's final episode for a while until we convince him to just come back to Auburn next year to do another trilogy, the Ocean's Trilogy. That's right. We'll use all the the royalties from the podcast to pay my tuition. He's coming back. Oh, wow. Uh, I hate to say it, Jack, but that's not a lot of royalties. In fact, it's 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 none royalties at all. It's a little stretch goal of ours. (laughs) Evidently. Yeah, it was a lot of fun, though, and then we're we're working on our Morbius episode, which will be released on Friday. It's going to be a fun one. A whole hour just for Morbius? Uh, A whole hour and 20 minutes of it. 40 of Morbius. And 40 40 of of news. news. Specifically, 40 minutes of Davis asking why Insert Film Series is still getting movies. Yeah. It was a good time. It was a lot of fun. Are you excited about the Spirit Halloween movie? No, you 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 saw my tweet. <laughs> no, God, no. I mean, What's like, be about? <laughs> like at a certain point, hey, this big lots is closed. Okay, my, my <laughs> guess is they do. I have an idea. They for will. You. Ma- okay, <laughs> if it's real, they're gonna make a joke about that. They're gonna move in, and it's gonna be like haunted, or like one of them's gonna go missing in the stores. My bet. There you go. I mean, it could be like, uh, or all the things come to life, like not at the museum. That's so. That's gonna be even more. Less original than I mean, man. It's a spirit of Halloween movie. It's about a store. It's I, like making a Walmart movie. You know, for all the complaints we have about lack of originality, I'll take it. It's an original idea uh-huh. until it becomes Night at the Museum, in which case it's not an original idea. I feel like this could join the Hubie Halloween universe. I want to watch Night at the Museum now. Great movie. Dum dum, give me gum gum. <laughs> I really like uh, how what's his face and Owen Wilson are the little mini, the little small guys. And then every time they have their like serious fight, it zooms out to reveal that actually nothing is happening. They're Classic. in love. It's a time, good bit. To, time to fire up the iron horse. Yeah, exactly. It's They're like Rosencrantz and Guildenstein. Is that right? Bit. Is that right? Yeah, you, fo- you, fooled, all, you fooled me. I'm just saying, Jack, the fact that you mentioned such a disgusting thing like Hubie Halloween in our presence My makes goodness. me angry because Jack. Let's be clear on something. Shoot him. Original movie about Halloween. I feel like that was awesome. Okay, it wasn't an original movie. It was just all of Adam Sandler's bits from the last 25 years thrown together into one god-awful movie. It's pretty original. No. I like most things, even bad movies. I didn't even hate Morbius as much as I hated Hubie Halloween. That movie sucked. It was like killed your parents or something. (laughs) Killed Ray Liotta. Well, it couldn't have done that because my mom just texted about the show. She said Wormy. Wormy. She remembers Wormy. Thank my you. mom, my mom raised us on on SpongeBob and Dora the Explorer. Thank you, Mrs. Kim. All right, with that, we are going to head to a quick break. When we return, we may just have a secret song for you, and we got baseball chat to get to still. So do not go anywhere. You are listening to Compact Discourse right here on WEGL ninety one point one FM. It is eight twenty nine in the morning. We will be back with the secret song here in a moment, and the remainder of the show all the way till. 9 in the morning, so keep it right here. Thank you for choosing to spend your Tuesday with us here, Jack, Alex, and Davis on 
the big 91 that is 91.1 fm celebrating 51 years on the air here in auburn we got wiggle day coming up we'll get to that and a whole lot more on the other side of a break do not go anywhere All right, folks, it is 8.30, it's 8.31 to be exact, and we have a secret song for you. Davis, I heard you went to a concert on Sunday with a uh, new station manager, Mr. Luke Walker. We saw Genesis Owusu at Terminal West. And Terminal West. Terminal West. It was, it was is it cool. like a train station? It used to be, yeah. There you go. It was pretty cool. Had some train tracks. A little, I believe little Atlanta used front. to be called Termina before. Uh, really? Yeah, it was because it was the terminus of the Great Western Railroads. Why did, they, why did they change it? A lot of U.S. city names had different names back in the day. Uh, I think Birmingham used to be called Elyton. They're hiding things from us. It, everything's in flux. You can only step in a river once. Do you know that? What? What if you get dry and you step back in it? It's a different river. Oh, wow. He's right. I- with that, we're going to head to the secret 8.30 in the morning song. We're going to give Alex some time to process oh, this ancient philosophical puzzle. And uh, we Send want you denial. to enjoy a song about fishing. Fishing in a river, perhaps. But you can only fish in the same river once. Uh, this is by Jenna Owusu. Yes, he's did from you, Australia. Did you hear this song on Sunday? Yes. Awesome. I got a All video right. of it. Get a little taste of what uh, Davis He's actually never been to. fishing, he said. Unreliable narrator. Yeah. Well, it's about fishing. It is about fishing. I don't know if the Red Dead it's, developed... It's, it's a me- the fishing's a metaphor. Did the Red Dead developers ever build a house? <laughs> Please enjoy a song about fishing by Genesis Owusu. I want that ball-crawling arachnid prosecuted! I want him strung up by his web! I want... And welcome back to Compact Discourse right here on WEGL 91.1 FM. I am your host, Jack Ardron, alongside Alex and Davis, coming at you live from the Harold Mountain Student Center on the campus of Auburn University. Right now, it looks like the sun has peeked through the clouds, according to our windowless room. I'm just gleaning that off my computer. But um, I hope it's a nice sunny day out there. We should have a skylight. We're in the storm shelter. That's um, true. At, at last, I mentioned this earlier in the show, but last uh, Thursday, I believe, when the maybe Friday... When the storms were, were tearing through town Thursday. Uh, Wizard of Oz was coming through. That's right, yeah. We were riding, riding bikes through the sky. Cows were flipping <laughs> <I'd>, around. <laughs> if I could ensure that I'd be safe, I'd ride around in the tornado. Would you keep pedaling, though? Maybe for the for the fun of it. <laughs> yeah, for, to, to scare your ch- children as you flew by their window. <laughs> what's, the, what's the close interaction y'all have had with the tornado? One time in like it's when I went in grade school, one like touched down by the school. A little oh, mini one. That's cool. Did you hear it? No. I mean, maybe I did. I was like, I've always seven. heard they sound like locomotives. Yeah, they do. So we heard one because on Christmas when the tornadoes hit Mobile, we were out on our on our front porch deep frying a turkey, and it was like <laughs> it was like with the turkey. It, it was like two two Ooh. streets over. Get your knit needles out for this yard, <laughs> JP. That's legendary. Well, my, my turkey was in the middle of deep frying. The, the tornado came by, took it away. Didn't have anything to eat for Thanksgiving, partner. Then he went to Guthrie's. Um, never mind. And that Tony, you remember that Larry? Yeah, he put that Tony's on. on it. Okay, <laughs> enough JP slander for now. <laughs> there will be plenty on on Weagle Day. I can assure you. Oh, that. absolutely. 
And uh, speaking of Weagle Day, coming up uh, next week. Yeah. Yes, next next Thursday night and Friday morning. 21st, beginning at 5 p.m., rolling, rolling for 24 hours all the way until... See if you can find that, find that JP commercial. <laughs> okay, I'll look for it. Uh, you got to let me stall, though. Uh, until the 22nd, uh, that is the Friday at 5 p.m. as well, we're going to have 24 straight hours of... And I'll go through the schedule right now if you like. Program. Oh, that'd be just lovely. Buy, buy me some time. All right, I can do that. So, starting at... All right, hold on. Let me let me pull it up. You'll find. So it. starting at a cool five p.m. on Thursday, <laughs> the first show to begin will be Doctor Hepcat's Golden Oldies. It's only Woo! fitting that the longest running show on Weagle ninety one point one FM starts off Weagle Day. Then we got JP with I'm assuming the Woodstock Hour. Will Root, Root excuse me with Why So Serious. Then myself and D Javis on for the Through the Lens nineteen seventy one special. It's going to be the most fun we've had in a while on that show. Then Logan and Adrian doing Beat Drop. We got Luke and Davis doing shows back to back. That'll basically be two straight hours of hip hop, yes, and R and B, right? All right. Correct. Then we got Wave Check at midnight, cu- cutting over into Friday. Then we got Keaton's show at one a.m. Jacob Van Luke at two a.m. Logan doing l- early morning with Logan. I think is what he's going to call that show at three a.m. Late night with Logan. Late night with Logan, but it is early morning. Grow so. up. Hey, I'm just saying. Then we got Miss Rio Lomer. at four a.m. Riley. K- Kelton at 5 a.m., Walker Green at 6 a.m. Then sometimes slots are available. I think they're going to be filled in by shows like the Eagle's Nest. Perhaps we could do a compact discourse. They might just discourse. be filled in by this very program. <laughs> I was going to say, perhaps I was going to I was going to say perhaps we do some compact discourse. I'm going to be dressed so nice on Friday. It's going to be a fun time. We're wearing suits. I uh, for moot court, and I'm <laughs> going to put my robe on. <laughs> then we got uh, Cameron's show at 10 a.m. Adam Lenhart at 11 a.m. I think the 12 p.m. slot is going to be taken by. TNT in the morning. That'll be Harrison Tarr's last show here at Weagle. Sad. And at 1 p.m. will be the final version of Country Boots and Roots. Who I know we're all getting emotional. Will, out the Battle Royale, the oh, Boots and Roots. I think uh, Gavin Ranks will be hosting that one. Then Tom Mormon at 2 p.m. JP said he got Mormon. to return. Morin, excuse me. There you go. Sorry, sorry. No made caffeine some on here. that show. Then Brendan McLaughlin with the Mackie Hour at 3 p.m. And then Whoa. Ben Blair at 4 p.m. And the Passing of the Torch show hosted by Weagle involving Grayson and Luke at 5 p.m. that day to complete the technically 25 hours this of broadcast. Literally so sad. It should be 51. With Davis in the studio. No. I will not. Let's do 52 hours next year. Let's make that our pet project. Mm. 52 hours. 52 hours. For 52 that'd be, years. That'd be fun. Crazy. We would just do through the lens for like six hours. You could watch all the Bond films. James Bond. Bond. We watch all the Marvel ones. Talk about it for eight hours. That actually be a. That'd be no. awesome. No. Come on. No. No. And no, 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 now no, we're talking to Ant Man and the Wasp. No. 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 Adjacent to refuse is refuse. The doily was still on it. Awesome. Anyway, yeah, but that's uh, Weagle Day. I think, yeah. Alex, do you know what that clip was from? Um, I'm sure it was from Seinfeld. Do you know when it was from? Can you no. Give me the, if you can, I'll give you a dollar if you can tell me. I haven't the watched the whole show six times like you have, you loon. I'm not a bird. State bird of Minnesota. <laughs> well, well, <laughs> partner. Well. <laughs> All right, uh, that is going to do it for the third segment of the show. Aren't you looking up a video, Jack? Oh, <laughs> my goodness. Lest we forget. <laughs> With that, we're going to head to a Newly quick made. break. When we return, we got uh, we still got baseball we need to talk about. And uh, we'll just we'll see no what No promises we'll make it to. We'll it. just <laughs> see what happens. Uh, do not go anywhere. 
You're listening to Compact Discourse right here on WEGL 91.1 FM. If you got something you want us to talk about, you can always tweet at us at CDISCAU. It's at CDISCAU. What are your thoughts on pretzel M&Ms? I know. Uh, oh, don't get me started. D- Davis will eat them by the bagful. I'm like a horse. <laughs> With that, we'll be right back. Thank you for choosing to spend your Tuesday morning with us right here on Compact Discourse, WGL 91.1 FM. We're about to have our 52nd birthday, as we mentioned at this segment. So be sure to tune in next Thursday and Friday to hear that. And say goodbye to your favorite DJs ever. All right, we'll be back in a few. Hello, McFly. Anyone anyone in there? Welcome back to Compact Discourse right here on WEGL 91.1 FM. You're hanging out with two of the two of the biggest Back to the Future fans in the world. (laughs) And And then me. One guy who recently saw the films. So uh if you want to look, once I'm again, growing. But it's okay. Learning. The first time for everything. Uh so if you're a Back to the Future fan, or if you're not, Mm. if you hate Back to the Future, or if you're indifferent, basically. Uh, you should you should go listen to, got to for everybody uh, to through the lens this uh, this new episode. Got some impressions. We got impressions. We got jokes. We got we uh, got tips. And, and more tricks. importantly, we got Jack saying the name of the show correctly for I think the Shoo! first time <laughs> in the history of ever. Look, I, I went back and and gave myself the knowledge. You went back. Oh, he has all the time in the world. You to, got the DeLorean. I went back to 2019 and and uh, and inform. Wrote myself. Please please take whatever precautions. He necessary. has the letter on him right now. Yeah, oh so yeah, is that right? <laughs> in on on April 12th, 2022. You will be announcing the name of a podcast. You will say it incorrectly to the ire of Alex. Please take whatever precautions are necessary to prevent this horrible tragedy. This is before Sign your friend Jack Hart. This is before wow. he. Okay, so if you went back in time, this is before you knew Alex and I. So if you had wrote Alex's name on that, do you think you then sought him out? No, it would be like uh, her beloved Clara, and then they're like this new school teacher's here. Okay, her name's Clara. But don't don't you remember you remember the theory mm. <laughs> the theory about how Doc searches for Marty because he remembers him from the past? Yeah, because we were talking about that. that. That's how. That's why he and Marty are friends. Because how does that? Because uh, it's the that's paradox. Not, that's not proven. We got to go back. No, I mean, no, it's not proven. But that's like that's the theory is that it's the paradox of the fact that the only reason he and Marty know each other is because of that. There has to be the first happening though. I so gotta stop hanging out with senior citizens. Okay, he, that's just disappointing. He's Jack. working over there. There it is. Whoa. Copyright. Ooh, that's funny. Whoa, wait, play it again. Whoa. Sorry. I only get one. Everybody gets one. <laughs> um, so we are going to talk about baseball now, finally. What about the video you looked up, Jack? That, w- that was the JP the commercial. JP commercial. Oh, oh, I thought, okay, I, 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 my bad. You heard the news? <laughs> As there's a drive in a deep left field by Castellanos, it will be a home run. And that is uh, the sign that it is time for baseball chat. Um We'll Need just some. jump right into it. Uh, we'll just talk about what happened over the weekend because it was opening weekend. Some teams, some teams played three, some teams played four, and I think everyone got a win except for the Orioles. So mm. uh, get used to hearing that. Are you surprised this season? Um, Old Cedric, we'll jump right into things here. The Atlanta Braves, world champions, defending their title. Um, I guess uh, they went two and two against the Cincinnati Reds. Reds winning on Sunday by final tally of six to three. The Athletics were on the road in Philadelphia. They lost the opening two. So the Phillies with that new lineup, including Castellanos and Schwarbo and Bryce Harper, 
They win two of three against the A's. In interleague play, the Tampa Bay Rays sweep the Oreos to open things up in the TROP. 3-0 are the Rays to open up the season. White Sox all over the Detroit Tigers. They hang 10 on them on the Sunday game. Uh, 2-1 are the White Sox. The Mets and the Nationals got into it. Former Seinfeld star Buck Showalter is the new manager of the Mets, and the Mets are 3-1 as they beat up on the lowly Nationals. The uh, Rangers spoil the party on opening day, um, but the Blue Jays storm back and get two two back on the Rangers. So up in Canada, the Rangers are 1-2. Blue Jays, who are a lot of people's favorite to win the entire American League, they are 2-1 and one to open up the season. The Cleveland Guardians make their debut as the Guardians out in Kansas City. They win the Sunday game by a final tally of 17-3, and they are 1-2 and two to open up the season against KC. The Twins were at home against Seattle. They lost their opening two, but the Twins got the third game. So the Twins are 1-2 and two to open up the season. The Pirates, lowly Pirates, they do get a win. Like I said, everyone gets a win but the Orioles. Um, they uh, took one game out of three from the Cardinals in Bush Stadium. The Brewers and the Cubs, another, this is a kind of an underrated rivalry, I'd say, in the National League. This was another game that had a bench-clearing brawl. So we had, opening day got off to a hot start with two bench-clearing brawls in one weekend. Brewers get one game from the Cubs, 5-4 to four on Sunday. Cubs are 2-1 and one to open up the season. <coughs> The Colorado Rockies set the record for attendance. Uh, Not the record, but they had the most out of anybody on opening day uh, of the 15 clubs that played at home. The Rockies uh, get two of three from the Dodgers. They win the Sunday game 9-4 as Russell Wilson, I believe, threw out the first pitch at that one as he is now at his new home in Denver. And my song's running out, but we still got games. Uh, The Giants won two of three against the Miami Marlins. Long road trip to open up a season for Miami. They were out in the Bay Area. All three of those games in that series were a one-run game. So those are two teams to keep your eyes on. I think two teams that could grab a wild card here in the National League. The Astros, three and one against the Halos of Anaheim. Shohei Otani, I believe, won his start, but the Halos dropped the other three. Astros and Angels will be duking it out for that AL West title. This season, the Padres uh, lose on opening day, but get the next three against the D-backs. They win the Sunday game at 10-5. And uh, in the series everyone was talking about, it was the Red Sox and the Yankees out in Yankee Stadium. They got rained out on opening day, but Josh Donaldson, former Auburn player, mm. he, uh, he got to walk off in the bottom of the 11th to give the Yanks a win on their opening day. And then the Yanks won on Saturday, and the Sox won on Sunday. Kike Hernandez out there in center field just putting in the work. And that was what happened in Major League Baseball in opening weekend. Your series going on right now uh, as we'll jump on over to today. Nats and the Braves, Red Sox and Tigers, Guardians, Reds, Mariners, White Sox, Cubs, Pirates, A's, Rays. The A's blew the doors off the Rays last night, as did the Nats beat the stew out of the Braves as well. Um, the, uh, the Mets and the Phillies in a NL East rivalry matchup. Brewers and Orioles in interleague play. Yanks, Blue Jays in what's going to be a very good series. Marlins, Angels as they continue their West Coast road trip. More interleague play as the Dodgers and Twins and Royals and Cardinals and Rockies and Rangers as well as the Astros and the D-backs all square up. A lot of interleague play on the West Coast. And the nightcap tonight, 
Padres versus Giants as Davis's Padres will be throwing you Darvish on the bump <laughs> as it'll be 46 degrees in San Francisco. Oh, some crazy cutters. It's going to be cold out in the Bay Area. Absolutely. And that's what's going on in baseball. New Ice Age. Hey, did y'all hear about Manfred sending every player boys head, or Bose headphones to try and, you know, smooth things over? What if you already you know, had a pair? That's a good point. I mean, more like, importantly, though, I guess what do you do if, you know, your fans don't like you, your players don't like you, your coworkers probably don't like you either? Don't do anything like Gifts. Roger Goodell. True. Everybody hates Roger Goodell. And he just accepts it. He, he sat down in his chair in the basement during the COVID draft. Are we talking about Rob Manfred or Rod, God, Roger Goodell? Rod right. Manfred. I just said it's like Roger Goodell. Oh, okay. Because, you know, Manfred, he made the, you know, it's just a piece of metal about the trophy, which, of course, is an iconically stupid thing to say. Hey, a, a grumpy old race car once told me it's just, it's just an, an empty, empty cup. cup. By the way, are you guys ready for the playing games to start tonight? You did what in your cup? Playing it. What in his cup? The play-in play in. Play in games? The play-in games. Play-in. Like, you know, like fly, play in fly games. rings? No, the NBA play-in game. Play-in. Play-in. In play. Play-in as in, as in NBA playoff play-in games. As in Lakers <laughs> on the couch. Woo-hoo-hoo. And Cleveland Cavaliers in the playoffs. Well, they're in the play-in. They're in, oh. I would consider that the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Based on the Just new rules. Just determine who goes to the I playoffs. mean, technically they're an eighth seed right now. The pr- so, they're I mean, fighting for that eight. But the thing is, it's so even because it's two teams at 44 and 38 and then two teams at 43 and 39. They're all really good Cleveland teams. Cleveland plays the Hawks? Cleveland plays the Nets. The Hawks play the Hornets. They play the, the Nets? On God? Yes. This could be big. So, Everybody's saying the Bucks are scared to play the Nets. I'd be more scared to play the Cavs. I don't remember the way that It's not the, like they make the schedule. I don't remember. The, well, first of all, the Bucks are going to play the Bulls first. So, I know. Yeah. Um, I don't remember how the play-in worked exactly. Like, if the Nets beat the Cavs, then it's, what it's, happens? It's, I think it's fixed uh, which which team goes where. Okay. Like, I don't I don't think it gets reseeded after the play. No, I mean, yeah, no, I, f- I figured not. But, like, you know, like, what do the Hornets have to do to get in or whatnot? And, like, what? Like, I don't win. Right. I mean, but like, but like, the Cavs play the Nets and the Hornets play the Hawks. So if the Hornets play the Hawks, do the Hawks get another chance? No, I think it's isn't that's it? it. But no, but there, there's something specific that is it is with like the seventh and the eighth seats because the Nets and the Cavs are, are seventh. You and know eighth. what you you know they're what you they're playing can do? each other. What Google it, postulate. Uh, while Alex Jerk. does some research on the NBA playoff structure, I will. I we cannot. Uh, we would be remiss if we do not mention. That the Auburn baseball team did take two out of three from the visiting Vandy boys this weekend, winning the Friday and Sunday games with a final tally of five to one and eight to two, respectively. The um, Saturday has just not been a good day for for Auburn at home. They um they uh, lost they they lost the Ole Miss game. Oh wait, no, excuse me. They won the Ole Miss game nineteen to five, and then they lost the Vandy game nineteen to four on Saturday. So. Uh, something about those Saturday pitchers in the SEC. It's, Indeed. They just get shelled. I've, but, oh, sorry, go ahead. Uh, Sonny Deshera wins co-SEC Player of the Week. He absolutely mashed in this series, um, hit a clutch home run in, I want to say, on the Sunday game that really put things out of reach. And then Friday, it was um, it was all, it was it was a real pitching battle. Um, was Gon- Gonzo was com- pitched a complete game. Gonzo? Ain't the, no way. The Muppet. Ain't yes. no, no way. Joseph Gonzalez, our Sunday starting pitcher, I believe pitched a complete game on Sunday. So that was cool. Really saved us some uh, some some pin arms. And then uh, after the fourth inning, held him completely scoreless. 
It was, uh, and now Auburn is a consensus top 25 team, and Coach Thompson got his 200th win. Uh, so big weekend for the Auburn Tigers. We are on the road uh, next weekend at Mississippi State, who I will say is a <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> is Fozzie the catcher? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. And uh, animals <laughs> up to bat, and Kermit's throwing a nasty pitch. You can see their whole bodies. Really makes you wonder. What's here's going here's on. Big Bird throwing a pitch. All right, uh, Davis is showing me pictures of Muppets playing baseball to I've distract pl- me. I've got the play-in rule. If you it was it wasn't intended to. Let distract me finish you. my baseball thing. Auburn will be at Mississippi State next weekend in Starkville in the Dude. Mississippi State is not the national championship team from last year, so they are very vulnerable. And um, Alabama just swept Ole Miss in Oxford, so it is going to be a dogfight in the SEC West. Uh, Auburn looking to win their third straight road series in Starkville this weekend, but we also have tonight versus Sanford in Auburn, Alabama at Plainsman Park. I think it's Bark in the Park night, so if you're scared of dogs, uh, stay away from this one. But if you like dogs... They have a meow in the park night. Meow in the dugout Hmm. workshop. All right, Alex, what are the rules? So uh, the games that are going on tonight are the 8th and the 7th seed. So it's the 8th seed Cavs versus the 7th seed Nets and the 8th seed Clippers versus the 7th seed Minnesota Timberwolves. Whoever wins that game gets the 7th seed. So even if the 8th seed Cavs win or 8th seed Clippers win, they get the 7th seed. Then tomorrow, 10-9 and will play. That's the Hornets and the Hawks and the Spurs and the Pelicans. And the winners of those games will play the losers of tonight's games. And then then those teams will play on Friday and – Whoever wins those Friday games will be going to the playoffs as the eighth seed. Yeah. So essentially, the people that the people that play to, uh, tonight get a second chance, but on Wednesday, if you lose, you're done. Adam Silver just did a ton of Adderall and said, "I have an idea." <laughs> um, I don't know about that no, one. Bear in the Big Blue House. Yeah. What a mo- what a show. Davis just showed me pictures of Muppets <laughs> playing baseball. Yeah. Oh, what about uh, Angels in the Outfield, Dave? You got that? Keith Hernandez. And the count? Yeah. One pitch. Uh, uh, Two uh, outs. <laughs> Three strikes. Uh, uh, uh. Uh. All right. What? Oh, ain't no way. Justin Turner, an animal. <laughs> I feel like we need to see a baseball series between Elmo and Rocco. That would have gotten really heated. If you get What's that this reference. one's name? Let me see. The scary looking one. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Um, um. Oh, the one that comes out during Muppet Vision 3D. Yes, you've you've seen Muppet Vision 3D on any number of times. No, he just referenced it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so why are you being so annoying? Oh, that guy. Uh, Ricky Rat. This thing looked like Anthony Rizzo. Crazy. All right. Well, his, the rat's name is Rizzo. Oh, Rizzo the rat. There's a pizzeria in 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 Epcot called Pizza Rizzo. Okay. The big scary Muppet is Sweetums. Hmm. It's pretty funny. Ooh, scary. Subversive. Subversive. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, Muppet Chat has put us way over time. So with that, we're going to quickly end the show before <laughs> Davis. <laughs> I got more. Excuse- <laughs> that was Scooter. Okay. All right. No more. I'm going to turn around and mute your mic. And we're going to end the show uh, before I see any more Muppets playing baseball. Thanks. To everyone who listened today, this has been another exciting episode of Compact Discourse right here on WEGL 91.1 FM. However you joined us today, whether that be from your radio antenna, from WeagleFM.com, or by listening to our podcast, we would like to remind you that all of our previous episodes 
are available as a podcast. Absolutely PSA break. Free wherever podcasts are heard. Just search for Compact Discourse. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at CDISCAU. That's at C-D-I-S-C-A-U. For links to the podcast, important information about the show, and updates, you can also tweet at us to get your voice on the show and join the conversation. We might just tweet out a picture of a Muppet playing baseball or that scary kid from Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs or Wormy. You never know. Uh, just follow us on Twitter at CDiscAU and you'll be able to see that. You can also follow the station at WEGL underscore AU on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok for all the announcements of what we got going on. We got concerts on campus wrapping up. We got another one coming up on Thursday. And with that, for Jack Hart, Davis Carroll, and Alex Houston, this has been another exciting episode at the show. We will talk at you later on in the week, 8 a.m. This is Jack Hart signing off. Go 1-0 and have a great day, everybody. But I'm trying to see a colorful bird. <laughs>